Hello, everybody. Welcome to our radio show, Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you today. It's a very nice and cool October day in northern Nevada. One of the best times of the year, I think, if you live in northern Nevada. Get to see all the fun uh, things going on because there's still plenty of events happening. And with the transition to cooler weather, I can just feel that snow under my feet. It's going to be here real soon. A skier, a snowboarder, snowshoer, doesn't matter. You're going to enjoy playing in the sun and in the snow at the same time if you're new to northern Nevada. Today we're talking about all sorts of fun things and important things when it comes to real estate. Recently we got the new stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. You'll be surprised at some of the numbers that are there and how they're interpreted by some of the different experts that we talk to in our studio. Today, we have Jamie Nelson, and she is a realtor at Ferrari Lund. Real Estate has a great piece of property that she's going to be talking about that's just on the north edge of Reno. What a beautiful place. I've checked it out, and you're going to hear more about it when Jamie comes on board with us, too. Also joining us in the studio today from the Community Foundation of Western Nevada, Chris Askin is joining us, and he's got a really interesting topic yes about real estate how does real estate fit in to the community foundation of northern of western nevada well we're going to tell you about that when we come back after this quick message age international incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies information education tools resources and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you tune into our show today and uh, are learning more, obviously, about real estate and real estate investors. One of the cool things when you buy real estate is you have a lot of options. You can do what you want with a property, whether it's as a business, as a homeowner, or maybe as a hobbyist. One of the coolest hobby things that I enjoy and that's coming up real fast the 2019 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's going to be happening in February, just like it did last year. It's a great part of the year to start planning to, for your new beehives if you want to become a beekeeper or expand your colonies. Where does it happen? Beautiful Yarrington, Nevada. It's for three days, late Feb. Get ready. Visit the website, NevadaStateBeekeepers.com. I'm going to be there. Hope to see you, too. With me in the studio, Jamie Nelson is joining us, and she's a realtor at Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Welcome back to the show, Jamie. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here, too. You've got some warmer attire on than you did last time. It was I pretty did. warm then. It was hot yeah. <laughs> this time. <laughs> but, boy, it's cooled down pretty quickly. Uh, I'm really enjoying, like I said, this time of the year. Do you like it, too, yourself? Oh, fall is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of things. Lots of things to see. Lots yes. of things to do. Yes, very Pe- active. People know that, you know, the home home activity typically slows down as we move to the fall, especially when you're talking about primary residences. But sometimes I've encouraged people to consider the fact that maybe that's the time to get a good deal. I've noticed just changes in some of the standard home values in northern Nevada, what's going out there, going on in other price values and other sizes of property and so forth. Well, I agree with you. I think this is a good time to buy because it has slowed down just a little bit. So mm-hmm. it has become... Kind of a buyer's bar- market. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have a small inventory, not a not a huge one out there. Right. But definitely can bargain if yeah. you want to find something. This is the time of the year to do it. We're going to talk more about the Northern Nevada real estate market with you later. Today we also have a second guest joining us here in the studio. Chris Askin is with us, and he's the president and CEO of the Community Foundation of Western Nevada. Welcome to our show, Chris. Great. Thank you, Peter. Glad to be here. I'm glad you're with us. You were introduced to me by Jamie. Jamie, thank you very much for getting us together. And the reason I'm glad that you did that is because I saw on your website that you are involved in real estate, too. Let our listeners know how that that happens. What kind of real estate deal are you guys talking about? Okay. Well, we live in a region where we have a lot of very generous people. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and many of those people have built their assets, their wealth, through real estate. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, we all do that for different reasons, uh, one of which is to create income and to build equity. Mm-hmm. Uh, those g- very generous people are financially savvy, as many real estate investors are. And as such, when they're doing their charitable giving, they're looking for more than just a charitable gift deduction. They're looking to use the opportunity to avoid capital gains taxes, uh, and in some cases, they're actually using the opportunity to convert uh, active income through real estate management, perhaps of a property, 
to passive income through some type of a charitable trust. So it's a way maybe to put the benefits of owning real estate uh, to the cause that you're interested, not just for your own business, real estate business, but to a cause as well. I would imagine that in a lot of cases, the right piece of real estate is even more valuable than a, a cash donation of a similar value at the time. I mean, the way real estate values are moving up. Absolutely. And if well, there's a use to it, right? It's oh, yes. Many times there's, there's, there's better use than what maybe was the original or, or intended use for it. Absolutely. Well, I have a great example. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a, a couple, uh, and the couple is in their 80s, and they're, uh, they have had a vacation home actually on the, on the beach in North Carolina for mm -hmm. 40 years. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, just this last year, they're kind of done with it. Uh, by the way, I'll just add that it completely escaped any, any issues with the uh, hurricane that went south of where they are. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, and uh, we received a very attractive offer, uh, which was actually closing last month, uh -huh. uh, right after the hurricane, but the house was fine. Uh, the proceeds uh, from the sale of that actually go into a charitable trust uh, for their daughter. The income is going to provide income to their daughter for all of her life. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's, let's say, I think she's in her late 50s. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a, it, they have completely avoided the capital gains, uh, which you can imagine were almost entirely the asset based upon how long they've held it. Mm -hmm. uh, and they also got a charitable gift deduction. Now, someday when their daughter passes on, the proceeds will be used to fund a scholarship uh, for a student at, at college. Mm -hmm. uh, so the family uh, is, is very well pleased with how this worked out. And uh, through the Community Foundation, oftentimes we're helping a gift, uh, a family do a gift for charity, but also uh, are engaged in their financial and estate planning. I'm talking with Chris Askin. He's the president and CEO of the Community Foundation of Western Nevada, and we're talking about donating real estate to a good cause. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I see these billboards that say, donate your clunker to a good cause, and then I see another sign that says, we buy ugly houses. So maybe we put those two together, right? We donate ugly houses. Would you take an ugly house? Well, of course, we <laughs> we do a little bit of due diligence. But it's actually fascinating. Uh, somebody who you don't think of as a major donor. So let's take a, a, a woman who lived in a in a old, very old home, a bit of a clunker, let's call it, okay. in, in Sparks, mm -hmm. not worth a fortune. However, this woman had no family. Uh, her total life savings in the bank were maybe $40,000 and then this house and living off of Social Security. She left everything to charity. Mm. So even though she w none of us would consider her wealthy, the gift that she made essentially to the people of this region is just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. And certainly we were very pleased and honored to take that gift. That's incredible. Um, I have been talking with people coincidentally over the course of the last two week ab weeks about how they use their money uh, we do a lot of uh, seminars and we discuss finances uh, above and beyond real estate but the fact comes down to this is that there are people that still are holding a lot of cash actual cash in their possession or some other asset that is not doing really doing anything it's not growing it's just sitting and you know a lot of people think that they are benefiting from having that security of having a piece of property, cash, or whatever it is, just sitting around waiting to be needed. But in the right hands, those assets can work every single minute of every single day. Mm -hmm. they, you know, I think more and more people are looking to get value out of their assets, be it cash. This would be a great way to do that. Yeah. Uh, one family that we're working with, they actually built up an inventory of seven different homes. This was their retirement plan. Right. Now they had a little bit of other planning, too, yeah. but this was the lion's share. Uh, well, uh, after retiring, they decided they wanted to simplify and move to Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, you, don't do the, you don't liquidate those homes or, or sell those homes all at once. So what they're doing is they're working with their accountant to gift those properties as each of them, you could say, reach uh, the right time to sell, to, to realize the, the greatest value from the sale. Uh, but going into a charitable trust, so they're taking that active passive stream, uh, passive or active income from managing those properties to turn it into passive income, so they can basically be hanging out in their new community uh, in uh, Mexico. And all the while doing good for the world because they are helping other people at the same time. Mm -hmm. You know, in order to really be able to help people, 
Chris, I think you have to be successful in your own right. You have to have that comfort, that ability to help others. We were talking on our radio show earlier today with another guest about the value of buying investment property. We talked about one gent that was about to retire. He had 10 properties that he had accumulated over his lifetime, and it was he and his wife, and they were going to go off and on and have a very happy retirement, secure because they've got that income coming in. But, you know, never really wondering, from my point, what is he really going to do? And it's very possible he could be doing that because when you have that kind of an asset, when you've worked that hard to build up real estate, you have the ability to do a lot of things, including doing something really good with it. And you can benefit your tax situation and you can benefit your heirs. I mean, there's ways to put it together so that everybody really benefits from being a successful real estate investor. Jamie, do you think it'd be a good idea to be a good real estate investor so that you could you could make these kind of decisions? You can make these kind of decisions. That's it right there. Um, that's I would think that if you were interested in it, you could make contact with me and we can talk about how you could start that process mm -hmm. and look into the future and start it. Yeah, if I'm a multimillionaire, if I'm a half a millionaire, I'm a lot more likely to be generous as I'm getting older and thinking about how I'm going to dispose of my assets, then if I'm a pauper and a beggar, right? I mean, you have got to go for success in this world so that you can give something back to the great world, the great country that we live in. So I'm glad that you're both with us today. We're gonna to continue our conversation about the Community Foundation of Western Nevada, and we're gonna talk about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. There's a surprise there, I think, in one of the areas that they cover, and I think it's maybe a great value. So, Jamie, we're going to ask for your input on that and more after this quick message. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction, Jackson. He's the best. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune in to our show today. You're listening to 1180 AM Radio, the Lotus Broadcast Station in Northern Nevada. And my name is Peter Padilla. I was cool all summer. I'm cool now, but I mean, I was literally cool all summer because I have SunTech solar screening on my home. These screens are incredible. They block up to 90% of the heat that comes through the windows. So my home was cool and comfortable all summer long. This was my second uh, summer of going into these uh, with these solar screens and I've got to tell you I discovered they're fantastic too for the winter they actually have kept my home warmer I noticed that because I play I pay the power bills so this is a good way to find out it's a very simple product but it's a very effective product and the good folks at SunTech solar screening can load it up into their trucks and install it on your windows quickly you'll be amazed visit solarscreensofreno.com get all the details and a special price Tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I'm talking with two people about my favorite subjects, real estate and real estate for investors. And now we're talking about real estate and a nonprofit organization, the Community Foundation of Western Nevada. And my guest today is Chris Askin. He's the president and CEO of this organization. I don't know a lot about the organization. Chris, you were telling me 20 years. Yeah, 20 years this year. Uh, and has it been focused on the same essential goals throughout that time? Is it, has it continued with the same mission? Well, our mission statement is that we help people who care mm -hmm. with causes that matter. Mm -hmm. uh, if you can believe it, in our 20-year history, uh, we've worked with hundreds and hundreds of people who care. Mm -hmm. uh, those people have contributed over $180 million to the Community Foundation. That money has gone out in over $116 million of grants and scholarships, 9,000 separate distributions. Uh, boy, do people care. That's really great. And that's, you know, people ask me what I love about Northern Nevada. It is the atmosphere, the climate, the activities, but ultimately it comes down to the people. And we've got great people here. We do. Jamie Nelson is with us too. Jamie is a realtor at Ferrari Lund Real Estate. So Jamie, you introduced me to Chris and the Community Foundation of Western Nevada. Tell me how you're involved. Well, we're going to be putting on a seminar next week on the 23rd to discuss mm -hmm. how you can 
do real estate for charitable. So the, the seminar is being put on by the Community Foundation? Yes. Okay. And are you a board member of the foundation? How does that? Not happen? yet. Not yet. You're, <laughs> you're just a help. You're a helper of some sort. I could yes. tell because you're here. Yes. Um, I had met Chris um, about six, seven months ago, and mm -hmm. I just loved his whole presentation and mm -hmm. how he talked about the Reno area and, and the people. And I'm a native Nevadan. Lived here my whole life in Reno, and I agree. I agree highly that we have the kindest people here in Reno. It's yeah. a great community. So I, my little brain started thinking about how I could help and how we could put it together. Mm -hmm. And so we came up with a seminar. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking about the client or the prospects that I was visiting with recently. They had a lot of cash that they just didn't know how to deal with. And, uh, you know, they were hanging on to it, not sure whether it was going to invest in real estate or maybe put it into the stock market. But they're sitting on cash. They're really not doing anything. And... You know, you wonder sometimes, I wonder sometimes, whether it's cash that makes you a successful person or just the way that you are as a successful person. And I would suggest that it's the way that you feel and the way that you uh, act and the people that you're around. I mean, that's the success of the world is your relationships, mm -hmm. caring relationships. Mm -hmm. yes. Right, Chris? I mean, isn't that really what it comes down to when, when we want to be happy, when we want what the, is most important? Relationships and trust. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that we're talking about the real estate world. That's an important part of the world of real estate. Uh, so, Jamie, in your world, I'm sure that there is a lot of apprehension from buyers and from sellers. Why? Trust. Um, yeah, yes. Right. Trust. Trust is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, you know what their financial status is at the moment, mm -hmm. or what interest rates are doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I like to earn that trust and talk them through it. Yeah. And make them understand or see their path of how they want to go. Mm -hmm. I would imagine there might be some listeners to our show today that maybe have been thinking about making a transition in real estate or they have questions or maybe they have some challenges with their real estate. Probably never thought about working with a company, an entity like Community Foundation and actually donating the real estate. Mm -hmm. Have never really thought about that because let's just face it, some people aren't givers. They just don't want to give anything, right? They're always looking, how can I get an advantage and how can I take? And uh, I have been a great believer for many years that if you're a good giver, you're going to receive twicefold at least. It's just funny how the world works, but if you focus on other people instead of yourself, many times you get even more than you wanted originally just by doing that. Mm -hmm. Well, let me, let me tell you, let me give you an example of last month, September. Uh, and real estate agents uh, and uh, the, the ones who really are listening and connected with their clients. Mm -hmm. So we received two different apartments, both of these uh, through a licensed real estate agent uh, uh, working with a client. Uh, and we also received in the same month two residential lots, straight referral from their real estate agent. Mm -hmm. now, why? Because the real estate agent realized that for these particular clients, gifting these properties was going to be part of making them happy. And uh, we work with so many different real estate agents in town whose clients love them mm. and trust them mm -hmm. because it's not always necessarily about getting the most money. Although I'll tell you, when we are also selling properties w that we absolutely want to get full value for those. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's uh, basically the relationship mm -hmm. Uh, Peter, as you mentioned, and having that kind of a relationship where sometimes you, you, you suggest to people things that nobody had brought up, and it ends up being something that is this wonderful solution, sometimes of which does just replace income with different income, mm -hmm. so you're not entirely giving something away. Mm -hmm. uh, but we all, I think especially as we get older, we have a need to want to be able to make a difference, to do things that have real meaning. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you can help somebody who perhaps has plenty in terms of money to find some additional real meaning without hurting their financial situation, in fact, mm -hmm. in some ways helping them uh, in that area as well, boy, that's a winning, that's a winning situation. Oh, yes. It, it's, it's such a good thing for all parties as long as the pieces fit together. Mm -hmm. If you have somebody that has a need, and, you know, many times the need is to – is to um, relieve yourself of assets that you know one time they might have been you know a 
benefit or even a luxury, but they, they can become burdens too mm-hmm. later in life because you've got to manage everything. You've got to take care of everything. So right away you can free yourself of, of some mental anguish, but then if you can also help somebody that really needs that property or access mm-hmm. to that property, it just adds more and more to the great feeling that you get when you become a giver. And uh, again, what a better way to give than to think about your real estate investment as being able to offer, also make you have that get that great feeling because you are now a giver rather than just taking all the time. So, what about uh, commercial property? Somebody has something bigger. Is or is that is it possible to work with you on that, or is it primarily for residential properties? Uh, we absolutely deal with industrial and commercial as well. Okay, uh, uh, and let me mention. You know, this is exactly what we're going to talk about on the 23rd from 1.30 to 3.30 in this real estate seminar. Mm. We're going to talk about how to listen for those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the situations where it, it really uh, may lend itself to engaging w- with real estate in a charitable gifting uh, situation? Mm-hmm. So this is uh, it's, it's spot on. But uh, we've received commercial properties, in fact, one commercial property received is within a block here of the studio. Really? Uh, yeah, Maybe we could expand. i got to talk uh, to our owner about that. Yeah. <laughs> a, a commercial property right mm-hmm. on industrial uh, that uh, was is quite valuable. Uh, and, uh, of course, we worked with an agent uh, to make sure that we sold that for full value. So the interesting part is whether you're gifting or not gifting, uh, an agent is involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, we need the professional expertise. Uh, but this particular property uh, was contributed as part of a company sale. It was in a situation uh, where, based on the corporate structure, it was going to be subject to double taxation. Mm. Uh, it was a very attractive opportunity. The opportunity was actually presented to the client uh, by their CPA. Uh, the, cl- the CPA knew that they were quite charitable and in selling their business, uh, we're looking for some opportunities to do some charitable gifting. Mm-hmm. They were thinking they were going to sell the business and then give out of the proceeds. Right? Can you imagine their their joy at being able to give part of the business and have thirty percent more to give? Mm. Wow, mm. that's imp- that's very impressive. Yeah, that real estate agents say they earn their way, their earn they earn their money, don't they? I mean, oh yes, they do. Be, you know, they say, well, they're so they're always earning, you know, earning so much money, and why do they get such a big piece? I know why. They're working twenty four seven. That's why they that do it. That is my world. I know it. I absolutely know it. I, you know, I was a mortgage lender in my other world, and like a, a realtor, I was working twenty four seven too. So I'm really glad that I've cut that down now to twenty three seven. You know, a whole lot better. Love what we're doing here at Nevada Real Estate Radio, talking with real estate and industry experts about different ways that you can manage, own, and uh, enjoy owning real estate. I'm at the Community Foundation of Western Nevada's website. Pretty impressive there what I see, too, there, Chris. You have a lot of good information, and I'm interested about the causes. I see that you have something called Village on Sage Street. Tell me about that briefly. Well, so, uh, you know, the Community Foundation is all about helping people who care with causes that matter. And, and in this respect, uh, we had somebody who contacted the foundation a year ago, who we've worked with, who said, can you guys do something about housing? Mm. Now, uh, it's th- we're, we're able to do these things because people who have the ability to help fund them call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was basically t- uh, charged with the idea of trying to find uh, a funding opportunity to help with housing with the idea being, let's not help dozens of people, let's, let's help hundreds. Okay. Well, uh, we started to do some research uh, in December and January about forming a land trust. Uh, we wouldn't have done that except nobody else uh, at that point is, is, was, was setting that structure up, and it lends itself to being able to do these types of projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, maybe it's fate, maybe it's something else, but in March we were contacted by a couple of uh, local developers and real estate investors uh, who had an idea for developing this village, uh, Partols and Allison Gorlick. Uh, and they had heard about this uh, housing, this modular housing in Wyoming, and thought, geez, can we bring it here and uh, help more than 200 people to have housing for only $400 a month, all-inclusive, mm-hmm. uh, as really a transitional step or a bridge to being able to perhaps pay down debt, uh, to perhaps save up uh, money for down payment, uh, to perhaps imp- improve their credit score, 
and in some cases to, to get out of living in the car and really stabilize. And, and uh, so we have people of all ages, and I uh, think particularly young people, who are looking to really get that hand up. And, uh, you know, honestly, we, we kind of jumped at the opportunity. Very nice. Continuing our conversation with Chris Askin, the president and CEO of the Community Foundation of Western Nevada, and also Jamie Nelson from Ferrari Lund Real Estate. More after this. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. We're talking about real estate for first-time home buyers, move-up buyers. Sellers, too, are involved in the conversation of discussion. But we also talk a lot about investment real estate, people who want to buy their first investment property. Maybe it's renting out the condo you started out with or a small home that you want to help a young couple get started in their life with a nice rental at a good price. Or maybe it could be uh, something larger, maybe a fourplex or an apartment building. If you're going to go that route, if you're going to go with investment property, remember you're always best to hold it in an entity, not in your own personal name. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. You need to talk to Sherry Hill. She's the CEO of Sage International. She helps real estate investors every day in the structuring of their entity for their real estate business so that you can get all of the security and safety of Yes, incorporating your business. There are a lot of protections that you'll add, but you'll only know what you really need to know when you talk with Sherry Hill. Give her a call, 800-254-5779, and tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I am talking with one of the top realtors, because I know she's got one of the top properties in northern Nevada. Jamie Nelson is with us, and Jamie is with Ferrari Lund Real Estate. Jamie, this is not a new career for you. You've been doing real estate for a while. Tell us. Yes, I have. I've been with Ferrari Lund for six years, mm -hmm. and um, we're celebrating our 30th year as Ferrari Lund wow. this year, so that's very exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> we're having a good time, and... and um, I think I've jumped in at the good at a really good time with Ferrari Lund because they've been one of the top three productions of sales mm -hmm. um, in the last ten years. Yeah, very so, consistent. Wow. The Ferrari Lund offices. Yes. I've been in, in Northern Nevada for eighteen years, and I've seen a lot of real estate companies come and go. A lot of doors open, a lot of doors closed. Uh, Ferrari Lund has been here no. solid all that time. That makes you know that that offers your clients, I'm sure a level of uh, confidence because exactly. you guys really are, are stable. We're growing too. Mm -hmm. um, we have three offices now. Three now? Um, You're in Sparks, I bet. We have one in Sparks and then we have the one in Reno and Moana and Lakeside and then mm -hmm. we have one down in Damonte. Damonte, very nice. Well, that area is growing pretty quick. The new Southwest Connector is pretty exciting. Very nice. Yeah. Love that drive. <laughs> I do too. You know, I live just off of the Connector up near Hidden Valley. And uh, although I was resistant overall because I just didn't want the road there, uh, I do see all the benefits from it. And uh, it really is a cool thing. And it's nice to be able to get out about all the quicker so that we can enjoy our time off when yes. we're off. Yeah. Yes. Very good. With us in the studio, too, Chris Askin from the Community Foundation. So, Chris, we've talked a lot about how people can get involved uh, with uh, their real estate, uh, charitable donations to the organization. What is the best way? Tell us what would be the first place to start. Well, we are proud of our website, and uh, in terms of uh, this real estate seminar next week, uh, we have a scrolling banner right on our homepage, nevadafund.org. Uh, used to have a much more difficult uh, uh, website address, but nevadafund.org seems to work well. Easily, Pretty easy. Easy yeah. to remember. All right. We're going to encourage our people to go there. Uh, when we post our podcast, and we'll get it up here right after the show, we'll make sure to put that on the description. So if anybody has any questions, they'll find it there. Or give us a call or email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. We want to make sure you get great turnout there. What kind of individuals are you hoping will show up? Are they realtors? Are they uh, investors themselves? What would you look, at, look for? Well, uh, it, truly our number one audience would be uh, real estate professionals. Uh, but that does include investors. I mean, that's, uh, let's face it, uh, a lot of people are very savvy. Uh, some, some people who are learning the ropes. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say anybody who is invest in, interested in real estate, 
uh, or engaged in the industry in whatever capacity would benefit from coming and hearing uh, what for many might be new ideas. You bet. It can be a definite important part of a, a real estate investor strategy to have a great connection like you, Chris. So we're going to be talking now about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. It came in oh, just about a few days ago. And um, what we saw, the stats from Reno, from Washoe County, from some of the outlying areas. So let's get started with Washoe County. 1,569 sales of existing single-family homes. That sounds like a lot, but that's actually a 20% decrease from last year. Jamie, uh, where are all those houses going, or are they just not building them fast enough? Well, I think we have, across the board, some things that play into it. Um, I don't think the developers can build quick enough. I mean, they're asking for help because <laughs> mm. there's just not enough mm -hmm. um, people to help build them mm -hmm. right now, this mm -hmm. build work. Mm -hmm. So they're out six months to a year in building a home. So that's hard. Wow. But they're working hard. I mean, there's a lot of developments going on right now. Yeah, I have seen things here and there, but I'm sure there's some uh, what I call recency bias it's where people remember the crash, right? And mm -hmm. all the new homes that were being built and all the big buildup and there's probably, I would think there's still some of that lingering or is it maybe just me? What do you think? No, I, I think you're on the right track, although I don't think that's gonna happen here in the Reno area. Mm -hmm. um, but people are fearful. Yeah. They've had it happen once before. Yeah. So they're, they're cautiously waiting in the background, watching yeah. interest rates and mm -hmm. seeing where they think it's gonna go. Yeah. But it's still, we're still historical lows of interest rates. Oh, that part of it, yes. Yes. Absolutely. We, we are. So it's still a good time to buy. Mm -hmm. It um, is. And like I said earlier, it is becoming kind of a little bit of a buyer's market in some of the homes lower than 300000 Right. Because um, they're, they're sitting on the market just a tad bit longer. So our uh, existing single-family homes have gone down as far as the availability of them. Uh, the, the median home price in Washoe County for the third quarter, $380,000. Now, that's an increase of 9% from last year. It's also an increase of 1% from the second quarter. But I think it's down just a touch from the second quarter. It seemed like we were really close to $400,000. let us face it, $380,000, that's pretty close. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, so these numbers are really just for st single, uh, rather stick-built, single-family dwellings. They don't include well, condominiums or manufactured homes right. and, and, heaven forbid, a log home, <laughs> if you can find one of those. They're not included in this because they got a whole different pricing structure. Um, so let's talk about con condos, though, in Washoe County. $212,000 was the uh, median home price. That's also an increase of 15%. So, Jamie, tell us, are people still out and about looking at condos? Is the condo market still as attractive as it was when I got here in 2000? That's what the first thing I did was get a condo. Well, I think it is attractive mm -hmm. to that first-time home buyer because that's what they can afford right now. Right. So, we're seeing them starting to realize that an investment works. Mm -hmm. So, that's where they're going. Those first-time home buyers that can't afford that $384,000 home. That's right. What they're looking for some kind of investment and possibly moving up in five to six years. And you, know, you say investment, and I say investment too, because I believe that anytime anybody buys a primary residence, they're investing in themselves at the very least, right? Because you're making a commitment, you're agreeing to pay so much money for whatever you get, and you're hoping that it's a good decision, right? It's mm -hmm. an investment in your future. And I'm glad that you mentioned that, even though we're not talking about investments or uh, financial, uh, typical investments like commodities or mm -hmm. securities, we're talking about your, your life, where you live, what's really the most important with you and for you, and that's your family and, and uh, really where you are comfortable. So the home value is really important to having a great life. Uh, well, if we break down the numbers just a little bit more and we go into Reno, instead of just Washoe County. If you're looking just in Reno, well, there you are. You're much closer to $400,000. You're within $1,500. The number, $398,500. That's an 11% increase from last year. If you were to put money in the bank for a year, you wouldn't even come close to 11%, no, would you? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I think that they're predicting that they're gonna go up um, at least 3% each year the next three years. Uh, the home values, mm -hmm. yeah. 3% is pretty uh, modest. I mean, every time I'm looking, I'm in the double digits. is 11% from last year. Yes. Um, so They're things, being modest. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, however, it's no guarantee that it's going to continue. You know, crazy things happen. Uh, I still tell people, something bad happens on the other side of the world, and it's going to rock over on this side because we're all so connected. 
But realistically, all things being equal, we're much safer and more secure, I believe, than we were in 2005 and 2006. It wasn't as much of a housing meltdown or a real estate meltdown. It was a mortgage meltdown yes. because the banks were loaning money to anybody and everybody. Mm -hmm. And at some point, you know, the, the note's got to be paid. Well, if you look at some of the stats that are out there, they're saying that the recession, that if it does come, is not going to be a real estate recession. Mm. That it's about the 10th or 11th on the list, and it's because of the different loans that are out there now. We're a little yeah. bit stronger than we were in 2005. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I personally feel much more secure. Always cautious, always optimistic, but... Uh, you know, there is some of that still dangling with some people. They're wondering, maybe we should just wait till the next crash before we buy something. I always tell folks, you need to buy real estate when you need to buy it. Mm -hmm. That's when you need Maybe you have a family. If you're outgrown where you are, uh, you have to make a better presentation to the in-laws. I have to do that all the time. So you got to buy some real estate. Make that decision and then call and get some great information. If somebody wants to reach out to you, Jamie Nelson from Ferrari Lund Real Estate, what is the best way? Um, they can call me at 760-390-4722 or um, call our office and it's at 760-390-4722. All right. That's Jamie Nelson, realtor at Ferrari Lund Real Estate. We're going to continue our conversation with Chris Askin, too. Chris is the president and CEO of the Community Foundation of Western Nevada after this message. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Glad you're tuned in to the Nevada Real Estate Radio. You're on 1180 AM radio here in Northern Nevada. And my name is Peter Padilla. Thanks for tuning into our show today. We're talking about real estate, real estate for investors, and real estate as a great way to manage your finances if you're in the later part of your years and you want to perhaps limit your taxes, limit your liabilities. I mean, I always encourage people to talk to their CPAs or their tax preparation expert. This might be a great thing to talk about. We're talking about the Community Foundation for Western Nevada. With me is Chris Askin. Chris, I'm glad you're with us today. Thank you. Let us know about taxes. I mean, I, we don't have a CPA in the office here, but you do this stuff all the time. Yeah. How, how does it impact people's taxes in general when they decide to donate real estate to the Community Foundation? Well, uh, there's, it, it, very, it provides great benefit uh, to people who contribute real estate. Uh, but I think the most important thing about it is that we know that in advance. Uh, I get phone calls from people who give me scenario information over the phone. Mm -hmm. Within minutes, I can put together an illustration and I can email that to them. Uh, no cost. Uh, so we can run the numbers. We can see, okay, what kind of t uh, savings are we going to have? Uh, one of the, my favorite uh, instruments that we use, I call the zero tax sale. So somebody will call up, let's say they've got a house worth 300000 It's been a rental for some years, mm -hmm. uh, and they're going to they're gonna sell it. They're going to uh, owe, let's say, $30,000 in capital gains tax uh, when they sell that and uh, because they had a fairly low basis. Uh, and I say, okay, well, what's your tax bracket? Uh, let's do a calculation here. And I can let them know the percentage of ownership in that house they would need to contribute prior to the sale to exactly offset the $30,000 in taxes. So they pay zero taxes. Wow. Now what happens with the sale money? So this it sell, let's just in round numbers say it sells for 300,000. Well, maybe out of that 220,000 goes in their pocket. $80,000 goes in their charitable fund. Uh, but they avoided uh, $30,000 in taxes. They could take that charitable fund and they can have it be in one of our long-term investment pools they can start distributing it immediately. They can give away the income every year. They can do whatever they want. They did not pay anything in taxes. Uh, and the bottom line is sometimes as people are, even during a retirement event, for example, mm -hmm. they're not going to have quite the income they had when they were working, but they like their charitable gifting. They do something like this 
and then they use the income from that 80000 to continue their charitable gifting during retirement, and it does not have to come out of their retirement income. <coughs> That's very creative. A lot of people wouldn't even think about be using a charitable donation of real estate to offset their taxes. Uh, typically, they're looking at just selling something or buying something or flipping something. Um, and if they're donating something, they're probably donating things that they don't need, like, or want, like so many people do, or maybe a little bit of cash. But real estate seems like it can have even more impact than just a donation of cash because um, there's got to be a different feeling that the donor has when they donate a piece of real estate than as opposed to just writing a check. Sure. Let me tell you one story. Uh, there was a couple, and they had some uh, industrial income property in Sparks. Five acres produced fantastic income. Mm -hmm. uh, lived off of this income. Uh, and uh, this was a couple who wanted to do something for kids in our community. When they passed on, they left that to the community foundation. Uh, they knew that we would do everything we could to help uh, the kids that they want to help. They want to help foster kids, uh, aged out foster kids, over 18, go to college. So uh, one of the things that they knew about the Community Foundation is that we don't necessarily turn around and sell that. If we're going to collect more income that can be used to support those kids through scholarships by retaining it, uh, uh, even perhaps long term, we're going to do that. So we ourselves are real estate investors. <laughs> now, the uh, this is a six or three million dollar gift. Mm. It's going to be at least one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in our community forever, based on this couple's gift to help foster uh, aged out foster youth in our community go to college. Uh, talk about, uh, and they knew all of this well before they passed. What a wonderful story. That's a great story. Uh, the, the young people of the world need so much help, it seems, even more than before because the challenges are so demanding. Uh, it's, it's incredible that people would think about others to this degree mm -hmm. that they would give such a large gift. And I commend you for what you're doing with these gifts because it, it would be easier just to put it in a savings account and dole out a few bucks to whoever anybody needs it now and then. But you're really having an impact on the way people live and on people's lives, making it better. Uh, with the donations that you're getting. And, um, and it's just a marvelous thing that we offer in Northern Nevada. The housing challenge is part of that whole thing for everybody. Uh, even those people that aren't in need are challenged by housing. It's gotta be a, a, big, a big factor and somewhat of a relief to know that you're working on a project like this for the city, our, our leaders of the community. Mm -hmm. Do you work with the city government at all? Do you keep in communication with what's happening there? Well, in this project, very closely, mm -hmm. uh, the city contributed the property. It's mm -hmm. what's making it possible. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will say that uh, one of the things that we like to do, we like to be savvy investors ourselves. Mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things that we modeled with this particular housing project for what will end up being 224 individual uh, uh, residences, so it's quite scaled up, uh, is to make sure that once this is open, it will pay for itself. Mm -hmm. It will require no ongoing private charitable support and no ongoing government subsidies. Uh, that was really important to us, and I think that's that's important to a lot of people who are actually helping provide capital so that it does pencil out uh, for the long term. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Chris, the, uh, the future for the Community Foundation probably pretty good. You've got great uh, projects in, in line. It sounds like you have tremendous community support. What could, what can we, what can the general public do to help uh, the Community Foundation continue to grow? Learn about us uh, and consider the Community Foundation as an agent to help you with your philanthropy. Mm -hmm. uh, you have a lot of great people on your board. Um, it's pretty prestigious to be on there. Uh, how do you, how do you make it? What, what does it take to really get involved? Well, we are strategic with our, our uh, recruitment of board members. Uh, in particular, this latest episode uh, where this housing project made it evident that we really need to engage a number of local developers uh, and, uh, uh, you know, the allied professionals uh, in the building community uh, on the board of the Community Foundation. And so I think uh, as we head into uh, our cycle of board recruitment for 2019, we're going to have an eye towards that. For the people that just tuned into our show, maybe didn't get the earlier part, talk about the uh, seminar that com that's coming up again. Well, uh, uh, 
it's going to be on uh, October 23rd, next week, a uh, two-hour seminar uh, focused on learning about the ways that uh, uh, through the Community Foundation you can do gifts of real estate to provide uh, support for needs but also to make finance uh, uh, savvy financial deals mm-hmm. uh, that also may provide income for yourself and or your family. I would imagine this would be car- part of a great financial plan to have this kind of knowledge uh, that uh, that you're going to be offering there. In fact, I even saw that you have a financial planner on your board as well. You've got people from all walks of life to really give you input from the different areas of need. That must be important for you to make sure that you're having a good outreach in all the different areas. We have lots of attorneys, accountants, financial advisors, investment advisors, mm-hmm. uh, real estate agents and brokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have just a, the most marvelous cross-section of board members. And because we serve all of Northern Nevada, we have board members from Elko, Urington, uh, uh, Carson City, uh, Fallon, all over the place. Visit the website. One more time, please. NevadaFund.org. NevadaFund.org. And Nevada is spelled out. Mm-hmm. Very good. Jamie Nelson is with us in the studio. She is a realtor at Ferrari Lund Real Estate. While you're here, Jamie, I want you to talk just a little bit, if you would, about this property that you and I were looking at, uh, have seen in the last month or so. It's kind of unique. I don't know whether it would be one that could go toward the foundation, but uh, it could give us an idea as to what could go to the foundation. Tell us about this this piece. I am so excited about this piece of property. It's um, located out off Pyramid Way, Mm -hmm. um, just past Winnemucca Ranch Road. It's 697 beautiful acres of land. Um, The Serenity, when you're up there, Mm -hmm. um, you can find that peace and calm. Yeah. It's a three-bedroom, three-bath, three-car garage house. Um, you can see all the pride in the ownership of the gentleman who lived there. Oh, yes. Um, he actually took the rocks from the all the acres of the land and built the rock walls around there, the fountain. Um, there's a beautiful, huge garden. It just is gorgeous. There's wildlife that comes through there all the time. I drove up there yesterday and got a, I jumped a bunch of chucker. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just beautiful. I have been to this property because a friend of mine uh, used to have a relative that lived there. And um, when I went to see this property for the first time, because it's really secluded, it's so close to the road, but yet it's so secluded the way that it was built, it reminded me of a trip I took to Ireland a few years back Mm -hmm. and of a little kingdom that you actually have up here because you're looking down on Pyramid Highway and the beautiful scenery beyond, and it just seems like you can look forever from there. And uh, very cool hiking, uh, beautiful scenery, because as the sun moves and the clouds come in, everything seems to kind of change, you know? Uh, But I love this place. And if I was in the right time of my life, I think this 697 acres would be just perfect for me. Oh, it's so beautiful to sit outside and look across the valleys and watch the sunset, Mm -hmm. or be in the backyard and watch the sunrise. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, there's a great piece of drone work done that you can find um, if you went to realtor.com, and the address is 15300 Pyramid Way. 15300 Pyramid Way. Right, and there is some beautiful drone work of the property. Oh, yeah. That you can yeah. take a look at. It's a very cool thing to see. I'm encouraging our listeners to check out this property. Uh, it is really fantastic, one of the most unique properties I've ever seen in northern Nevada. And it's one of those properties that probably you, you can't find anything like that, really, because it is truly one of a kind. Check it out with Jamie. And so, Jamie, somebody wants to reach you. Any final thoughts? Um, well, as far as that piece of property, it also could be like a great bed and breakfast piece of property. Um, you could also do horses on there and mm-hmm. um, maintain a equestrian center oh it's yes beautiful there yeah. But yeah you can reach me at 760-390-4722 if you wanted to call and talk about that property great i well, love to talk about that property. oh i love to talk you know i think <laughs> i think just going for a tour could be a whole lot yeah, of fun it is. but it yeah is. serious buyers only <laughs> it's going to be great you're going to love it out there check it out and visit with jamie we'll put all of your contact information on our website nevada real estate radio.com make it easy for people to find you want to thank you both for being here today 
Hopefully, Chris, you come back and visit with us sometime. Anytime, Peter. All right, look forward to it. And Jamie, you too. You're always welcome. Okay, thank you very much. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. We're on the air every week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family, too, to listen in so they can make great decisions when it comes time to buy, sell, or donating real estate in northern <laughs> Nevada. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.